season three yeah but thank goodness i'm not your guest i'm your co-host <laughs> with the the co-host with the most i think something like that it goes like that something like that but, right? man, i'm so glad man you brought me back and we renewed my contract for 2023 i mean 24 i'm so <laughs> glad that I'm, i i renewed it it's a multi-million dollar contract thank you so much for re-signing me and uh we're excited to be here we're excited to bring in the new year with and the first of the new year. Yep. The first, first guest, guest season three of the new yep. year. Oh man. Nonetheless, Bert Garcia. Man. Welcome to the show, Bert. Bert What's going on? How are you guys? We're good. Uh, how's everything? <laughs> How oh, are you? Oh, Where exactly are you at right now? Cause you look like you're at the top of the world. I, <laughs> it feels like, it. It really <laughs> yeah. like it. but my question to you guys is, are you guys running out of guests for me to be on? <laughs> No, 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 we get, yeah, yeah, we're, re we're reaching to the bottom of the barrel with this, this one, we understand that we everybody's <laughs> on vacation right now, so yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get it, Everybody, yeah, nobody's back from, uh, from their Christmas and <laughs> New Year's vacation, so you're the only one available, Bert, uh, you're the only one, yeah, hey, I'm a friend that you could count on, for sure, that's what it is, that's what it well, is, and yeah. Well, speaking of, man, speaking of a friend that you can count on, you know, we've known we've known Bert for a very long time, man. He's a he's a he's a he's an uh just a great, great person, close friend. And and again, man, in all seriousness, thank you for taking the time because I know that you're a busy man and we're gonna get into that. We're right, gonna Matt? get into everything we're, you've been we're, doing we're, and how it yes, got there. Yes. I, the, yes. You shared off camera how that one moment <laughs> got you to kind of where you, it led to a series of events. I think yeah. that I th I can't wait for you to share that. I think it's awesome. Yeah, Absolutely. and and you know, and of course, you know, Bert is 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 part of the you know UT Pan American crew. I mean, you know, of course, you know, we have close friends like Lalo Rios and and Brian Molina that have joined the show. Uh, you know, the 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 goat, the the baby goat, Mike Mancias, you know, the, with the Lakers right now. And he's, uh, he's you know, too just, busy writing books. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. he's busy, you know, launching books and working on his audio book and all that stuff, you know. Uh, but uh, but we're really we're really excited because you know we've known Bert for a long time since those Pan American days. And uh, and man, I, I'm ready to get started, man. I'm ready to get started. Matt, you ready to get started? I'm ready. I've been ready for a couple of months now. Since <laughs> I've been ready for about I've been ready for about 23 minutes, you know, but 25 actually. I was uh, trying to go over and edit the pictures off of Mike's book. I was helping him with the pictures, so I. <laughs> that be late. Wow, oh, man, good. that's awesome. Okay, so Bert, we've known you. I, I, you know, we all went to school together, right? And I met you 
before my senior year, uh, which would have been 99, 2000. Right. And that was kind of, you know, Delray Brooks exited kind of Hoffman came in and that's where we met. Like I kind of knew who you were prior. G knew who you were, but you and I spent and me, you and Mike spent the entire senior, my senior year together. Right. So kind of talk about how you became affiliated with the team and coach Hoffman, like that year, 99, 2000. No, absolutely. It's, um, you know, we used to play a lot of uh, pickleball at the field house. And, you know, I've always been passionate about basketball. I thought I could play even at five, seven. I thought it was decent enough. So I would play with you guys, pick up basketball. And lo and behold, John Braxton and I became friends who was one of the uh, starting forwards for Pan Am at, the, at that time. And, uh, you know, little by little, you'd say, hey, we, you know, we have a new coach and they're needing they're needing help. He didn't specify what kind of help. He didn't specify the role. He didn't even specify the title, right? And, you know, um, I was like, sure, sure. It was like, hey, but we're going to Hawaii and we're going to Missouri. We're going to, you know, University of Illinois and all these universities. I was like, man, that's intriguing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll, I'll have coach talk to you. And at the time, I believe there was only three in staff, which was Davenport and Clay and Bob. Well, obviously yeah. Bob, the head coach, but yeah. that's how they had it staff. They yeah. still hadn't hired the fourth assistant and they still hadn't hired a, a basketball loss person. So go and talk to Bob and, you know, they don't, they're not even clear exactly what the, what the role is. It's like, Hey, you want to help? It's like, yeah, you could help rebound, shoot around. We don't have enough scholarships right now. So you might even get, get, get to play in practice. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You, you're going to get gear. You know, you're going to get gear. So I was like, Yes, I'm definitely in. And, you know, when do we, when, when's our first trip kind of thing, right? <laughs> so, you know, uh, season starts and you're what, you're what, like 20 years old, right? 21 at the time? I wasn't 21 yet. I wasn't 21 yet, but uh, I'm just trying to give reference, right? So, 20 year old kid about to travel, get right. free here. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is, this is exciting stuff for you, right? Right. Correct. And, and okay. I mean, I had already met Mike and obviously you and John. And so it was a pretty tight group. I mean, at least yeah. amongst us. And so it was fun almost right off the get go until, you know, we have two a days and oh, here's the laundry basket. Can you start washing the clothes? And I'm like, I was like, well, you know, I thought I was going to be able to help with the offense or help with the defense or can I break down film? You know, I thought <laughs> That's what exactly what I was doing. And by the time you know it, the three coaches are having closed door meetings because of basketball. I was like, wait, I can't go to those meetings or whatnot. <laughs> no, eventually, um, you know, I started doing those duties and responsibilities. And, you know, obviously that was my role at, at that time. But Bob was so gracious that he was allowing me on the, some of the basketball stuff. As a matter of fact, I didn't have to sit at the end of the bench. I would actually sit with them at the front of the yeah. bench. So it was fun. He, he made it. He made it to where, you know, this is what your dream is, you know, yeah. be part of it. Yeah, the uh, suit too. I remember that. Suit and everything. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I enjoyed it. And uh, passion for me has always been on, on the coaching side or on the basketball side. So I, at least I thought, and, you know, I did that for about three or four years until, you know, uh, G and I talked about it. The pay wasn't so great once you became on the basketball administrator. Yeah part oh. and so you had to I had to make some moves just because the time I was raising my brother at the same time so his um 
some of his sports were also, you know, kind of getting in the way a little bit. Yeah. The fact that I needed to support a little bit more. And um, so, yeah, I was able to do that for about four years on the equipment management slash basketball app offside um, with Bob Hoffman. That's fantastic. And then it leads to what? (laughs) Like that relationship between you and Bob was special, right? Because Coach, you know, Coach Hoffman's a great dude. Yes. And he, he always looks out for people that kind of, you know, he, he kind of looks out for, right? And so where did that land you, like, after after Pan Am? You know, well, I ended up taking uh, other jobs after after Pan Am, trying to start yeah. my career. Um, and Bob had taken off to Oklahoma uh, a year before I left, and mm-hmm. he started his career at University of Oklahoma. And all of a sudden, I get a call November of 2006, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I get a call from November 2006, and it's Bob out of the blue. And it's like, I know he was doing um, ABA in Arkansas, yeah. Oklahoma. And he was, hey, uh, there's an NBA team starting in the, in the Valley. I was like, when? I was like, in a, in a year, I think they're going to start. I was like, didn't think anything of it. Again, my career is, uh, you know, flourishing a bit in, in the medical field. Yeah, I remember that. So, um, you know, come September, October, Bob's already in town. Well, they were already in town a little bit earlier, but, excuse me, Bob and Spencer are in town starting this new NBA development league team. Yeah. And first of its kind, then they're like, hey, come help us out. And, you know, typical fashion. I don't want to watch clothes this time. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Wow. Hey, come help us out. We don't have the budget for you to help us out, but you get to be part of this. It's the NBA. You never know what doors could open and this and that. Yeah. And I was like, what? I'm making decent money. Uh, my job is a little bit, allows me some opportunities to be able to go to practices and yeah. so on and so forth. Um, so sure enough, I mean, from the get-go, we, we are practicing at the summit. I remember Spencer and I are literally with our hands putting the floor down. We literally put the way that laid out a whole NBA court down. Wow. And I I remember I was sore for about three days because I wasn't quite sure what kind of uh, back exercise that was, but it was quite <laughs> exhausting. But we put the court down. Again, I wasn't officially part of the staff, but uh, he was letting me, you know, work out the point guards, wash clothes. I wasn't traveling. Uh, but I was helping on the on the little things, right? Yeah, I really which is did. important. Like that's definitely important. <laughs> that, like no pun intended, but you were laying the foundation for that franchise, right? Because without that court, they can't practice. So you were laying the groundwork for that foundation. I, I thank you, and I and I believe I believe that was the case. I obviously thanks to Bob and and Bob, you know, giving me uh, an opportunity uh, just to even help uh, was really really good. Um, you know, the season's going and we're, we're doing okay. Uh, you know, I end up befriending, you know, some really amazing basketball players at the time from CJ Watson, everyone broke Steve Novak. And I, it seems that I had a little bit of a, a niche of being able to communicate with, with those players and, and Bob yeah. gave me the right to, you know, shoot around with them. Given, I mean, CJ will tell you, we were out. I remember um, December 31st, we were celebrating New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve. Him and I were working out at 11 o'clock at night at the gym. And, wow. you know, uh, you know, kind of stories like that, that 
just want I wanted to be part of this at a, at yeah. a level. Eventually, I'm like, hey, Bob, I have to decide between my job and 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 doing this just because I'm now doing eight to ten hours a day, and you know I can't sustain both. And yeah, he was look, go out and sell some tickets and some sponsorships, and uh, I think that could help you supplement supplement some of your income. So I go and and I do it, and I'm actually pretty good at the selling of sponsorship and tickets. Um, obviously, being front, part of the community and getting and having to know some people, it, it allowed the doors to open up a little bit easier. Yeah. And by the time you know it, I get hired to be on the business side of things. Never expected that, but then I'm like, man, if this is my way, quote unquote, to the NBA or to professional sports, I'm gonna take advantage. Yeah. Well. I mean, so many things happened that first year. Um, there was a lot of staff movement, um, a lot of people that had left, you know, the front office staff. Um, and I guess by default, I get promoted to assistant GM. You go from laying the floor to assistant GM. Like, right. that's amazing. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that you're, it's not deserving. Trust me. I You're more deserving of anybody that I know, right? I'm just saying... I'm making light of the situation where you I, I, six I months ago you were laying you were laying parquet yeah. in the summit and now you're making business yeah. decisions on you know how to move the team and make it happen you know so ask ask Renee I mean Renee will be the first one to tell you the first joke he always says is like I mean you go from you know washing clothes to being president you know like <laughs> yeah that's that but um, you know long story short assistant GM. Um, I felt I was ready. You know, we didn't have a president for that summer leading into season two. I felt I was ready and 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 whatnot. But, you know, and, and truly I wasn't. But I, I got to learn they hired Brian Michael Cooper to become president, who uh, was a an agent, a sports agent. So you got to learn from him. The relationship with the Rockets had a little bit has been more concrete because at the time we had New Orleans and we had Cleveland as well as the uh, Houston Rockets and conversation with the Houston Rockets, you know, um, you know, I remember Sam Hickey and I, you know, briefly talking about doing a hybrid, the first of its kind, you know, Brian comes in and he takes over that. But I remember that conversation. I'm at a, I'm at a poker game with some of our season ticket holders on a Monday and I get a call from Sam Hickey. He was like, Hey bird, you have a chance to talk. And it was like, yeah, I was like, here, here's my idea. And that's how a little bit, how it started. Wow. And not, people know that. And now this hybrid model, just for reference, now this hybrid model is used throughout the G League. At the time, it was the D League, but now it's referred to as the G League. So your conversation with Sam Hinkie, who went on to be a GM with Philly and and is really respected in the industry, um, that conversation basically kind of led to this hybrid model that the NBA and the G League adopt today, right? Daryl Morey and Sam Hickey are innovators. Uh, you know, they're the ones that if you want to put the money ball from baseball into basketball, they were the money balls for uh, money ball for uh, for basketball. As a matter of fact, they're the ones that pushed and pushed for the GD to to be taken more serious because instead of investing in one veteran contract, you could do that in 12 guys are you're able to develop throughout the season. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, that was just a, a small story about that, but um, Brian Michael Cooper comes and he's with us for about a year and a half and then he has to go back to Houston he found a better job and uh, there's a there's an opening there's and a void. by then you know 
I had a pretty good, I felt, um, in my opinion, that I had a pretty good grasp on how to run that team from business operations to basketball operations. I felt I had a pretty good grasp. So I was pretty aggressive in letting the ownership know that, hey, I should be considered. Yeah. <clears throat> and should um, be told, um, ownership at the time was five, if I'm not mistaken. And I want to say three out of the five voted against me, except the majority mm -hmm. owner. So uh -huh. Alonso is the one that went to bat for me. The majority owner went to bat for me. And that's how I got the opportunity to be president. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. How many years, how many years did you spend as a president? Uh, uh, 10 years. It was 10, right? Yeah. 10 years. Um, and total with the franchise was 13, 13 years. How many championships um, did you win? I was able to be part of two. Nice. Uh, yeah. Able to be part of two. Right. Now we should have gotten a third one if it wasn't for a bad call. Just just saying. <laughs> now also no, yeah. <clears throat> so you're running the business side of the team, but how involved are you with like the facility operations? Because y'all were like at State Farm that time, right? Like <laughs> State Farm Marina, like we what, were, we what, were how hands-on were you with the facility type running that? Well, they obviously have their own, you know, we were, we were a tenant. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They have their own facility manager, but it's funny you say it that way, because uh, if you want to talk about hanging up banners for your sponsors, we have to do that. <laughs> you want to talk about putting down special chairs for your season ticket holders. You know, there was no, there was no job small enough or big enough that we, we all had to do. We had yeah. all hands on, all hands on deck. So, um, we, we were part of it. Obviously, we got to know what the business looked like on, on a facility because you have to do settlements. So you have to know what concessions look like as far as revenue, yeah. what their contract looks like. Obviously, ticketing through Ticketmaster, you have to know what that contract looks like. So little by little, you, you were able to learn that side of the business as well. That's phenomenal. You know, you know, we, I know you mentioned championships, Matt, um, and, and Bert's always had that mentality, you know, of, of of winning you know championships of improving of developing yeah. uh one of the one of the cool things that that i remember you know during that time of his, his stint there with the vipers was uh you know our conversations that we had with you know what can you do and bert would you know kind of i'm sure he called plenty of people trying to get you know recommendations suggestions and and how to involve the youth more and i think that's one of the things that um uh, that bert kind of you know you know, he, he, that's it. That's his mentality. And it's pretty uh -huh. cool because it's like, what can we, we have this huge entity, right? We have these opportunities and what can we do with this opportunity to develop the youth, to really yep. get kids involved. Uh, so Bert, I mean, talk, talk a little bit about that, that mindset, man, is how you approach that and how you use that Vipers organization to involve youth and, and what it's become now. Well, it, it, it's, it's, it's twofold. Um, the foundation was laid by the ownership group. The ownership group talk yeah. about the community. Um, minor league sports uh, is not necessarily a cash cash flow business. You yeah, know, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. You're just trying to break even at the best. If you if you do that, you're having a great season. So the mm -hmm. ownership group was, hey, let's make sure we are available to the community. Uh, let's make sure that we are sending the sponsorship and season ticket holders. That way, we could provide a lower, you know, a budget. Uh, that ticket that is that people could afford in their budget for to come mm -hmm. in for the Vipers. So uh, that's in a sense was community driven for sure. Obviously youth driven. We did. I mean, we always let the league and community appearances. So mm -hmm. there was yeah. 
there was never an appearance that again that we I mean we hardly said no to an appearance unless we had a day a game that day. But for the most part, we yeah. made sure when I had the meeting with the players, uh, even though it was Houston Rockets led, but they knew that when you're coming to the Rogan Valley Vipers, you're gonna be involved with the community. Yeah, yeah. We never shied away from that. You know, I yeah. having you know James Johnson. You know, it's one o'clock in the afternoon, and it's a um, December in in the valley, and it's still very warm, ninety degrees, and they're in their viper sweats, and the kids. James Johnson's playing with the kids at DHR Hospital. You know, things yeah. like that. Crazy, like, yeah. You know, so since then, um, as a kid, we didn't have pro sports. You guys know that we didn't have pro yeah. sports. Yeah, Logan Valley. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. So for me. I always felt that I, I I'm blessed that it's here now. How can yep. we get back? You know, how yeah. can we get back? And again, that was that was a foundation that the ownership sent, um, you know laid out from the very get go. And we're I'm glad that our staff was able to follow through with oh, that. Yeah, uh, that's our, amazing. Our, yeah, our our staff is always centered through that. Yeah, and and kind of like to to piggyback on that, the formation of the academies. Yeah. Yep. Well, I you mean, know, like. Yeah, you're 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 talking you're talking years and years and years of us uh, of it working yeah. towards that. Um, again, yeah. Yeah. from us leading the league always in ticket sales, leading the league in attendance, leading the league in in uh, sponsorship and group yeah. sales. That that again that sets up to where you could have an opportunity to discuss with different municipalities. Like, well, we now need a practice facility. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Before that conversation was actually the conversation of, hey, I think we could actually have our own arena. So yeah. we spoke to different cities and having that kind of uh, vision start almost to become a reality. So as the conversations with the arena are coming, it's like, well, we'll attach a practice facility to the arena. Well, there's not enough space in some of these acreages and there's not enough space. And lo and behold, City of Edinburgh goes, you know what? We are planning to redo the Boys and Girls Club. Why can't we partner up and make this a, a facility for sports and wellness? And, you know, we start designing the building together with the city of Edinburgh and at the same time doing the arena. Wow. Uh, wellness yeah. comes in first and then the arena. But at the same time, there were some simultaneous projects. And it's, again, uh, thanks to ownership group, uh, yeah. The Valley was the first to have a true practice facility for its NBA G League team. No NBA G League team had its yeah. own facility. We have one that not only was the home for the Rio Grande Valley Vipers, but now home for the community as far yeah. as doing uh, junior Vipers basketball. Yep. Yeah. Volleyball. Yeah, we're doing everything. Yeah. Now, I mean, they got a boxing ring. We got four dance classes. Now, uh, yep. basketball courts that you could have some of the bigger tournaments in the Rio Grande Valley. So, I remember... I remember when I was working with the Toros and we would practice in a, like a rec center. Right. Yep. And then we would come down to play you guys RGV. And it was like, basically like, it felt like a red carpet, you know, it was like, <laughs> it was just like, it was, everything was nice. Everything was like meticulously thought of, you know? And yeah. so that's also a recruiting tool. Like if you take care of, you know, the little things, the minute details, these players, they don't stick with this G League team for the rest of their career. Like, they they hop around. This yeah. is something that the agents know. They're like, hey, RGP's got something going on. And and lo and behold, that's why y'all win all the awards. You know, you're recognized with the G League 
you know, like RGV is doing something right. So kudos to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it all leads back again to, from the ownership group. You're winning championships, a partnership with the Houston Rockets, and it gives you credibility. It, it allows you to, when you actually are starting to negotiate these deals, you have the Vipers, RGV Vipers name on it. It means something now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think that's what allowed us to have the same vision. And there was other cities that, that had the same vision, uh, we were lucky that the city of Edinburgh, you know, was um, basically was doing it quicker. Uh, well, yeah. Well, let me let me kind of because we're we're we got about 10 minutes left, but let's kind of fast forward a little bit. You are not in Edinburgh right now because Edinburgh doesn't have a building higher than three stories. And so <laughs> um, where are you at now and what are you doing? Obviously, you're no longer with the Viper as you've transitioned, but kind of tell everybody what you're doing now and why you're sitting up in the heavens. No, <laughs> not, it's not a bad view. Yeah, that, like a, that is a <laughs> nice view. Yeah, you can see um, planes yeah, coming through. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm in Dallas, Texas. I, I work for Neltec Sports, um, which is led by Donnie Nelson, who was uh, president GM for the Dallas Mavericks for over yep. 26 years. Uh, we have a couple licenses in soccer, uh, rugby, uh, minor league baseball, and we're doing facility projects here in the Metroplex. So the experience that I got in the Rogan Valley has led me to our uh, Donnie recruited to lead some of the facility projects here in the Metroplex. Wow. And, um, and also have a partnership with Barcelona as well. So uh, we represent their uh, soccer initiatives here in the Metroplex and potentially uh, one day the headquarters here for for them wow wow That's some big things man that is some big, big things. things yes yeah. that was the one that uh i would say kind of you know pinched me a yeah. little as, uh, yeah barcelona is you know, huge when barcelona invited invited donnie and i to go and meet with them in barcelona and they put you next to the president of the club and you know you're talk, you know you're having a half day of conversations with them and then you're watching the, a soccer game for the Europa Cup, you know, and Danny Alves is right in front of me, you know, Rafa Marquez is right <laughs> behind me, you know, you're in Camp Nou. It's, it's kind of one of those, like, this kid from the Valley. Yeah. Put things into perspective, right? Yeah. Him, so what do you send John Braxton for Christmas? Like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, he started his entire journey for you, Bert. I, I believe just so. send him a box of detergent, <laughs> right? Just be like, here, man. <laughs> here, remember those days. Remember <laughs> these days? Thank you, brother. <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, grateful for that. And and like you guys hit it from the very beginning, I mean, my best friends are literally from those years, you know, from yeah. those days. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, you know, I talk to them every day kind of thing. I can't get rid of this dude. <laughs> I mean, we even started a podcast, you know. We even like, started hey, podcasts man. together. Yeah, yeah. We're like, hey, man. Well, no, I, I I try not to talk to him outside of the podcast, but don't get that <laughs> misconstrued. Like this is this is about right. This is about all I can take, right? Boundaries. But boundaries. The most yeah, I got boundaries, man. Uh, but the most important thing is that we get to bring in people and 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 talk life man and talk yeah. what they're doing and, and tell amazing and, stories know, and, yeah. and this is the crazy part about this man is that you know we've brought in we've brought in guests that we've known for years and years and years that we talk to every day you know sometimes every day i mean but every other day whatever we talk a lot 
and I learned something new about that person on this podcast, man. Yep. It doesn't matter how many times we talk. Yeah, it's crazy. We could be best friends. We could be close friends. We could yep. do whatever. And that's I'm what like, it's about. It's know, about telling I didn't stories. Know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now, so, so we want to kind of, um, <clears throat> we want to kind of take a moment, send a shout out to Wing Barn. Um, yeah, you know, last season we did a uh, uh, movie trivia. And I think G's got a, a wing yeah. bar movie trivia line for you today. You guess it. Next time you're in the valley, you win some wing bar and gift certificates. So uh, yeah, absolutely, man. What's uh, the yeah, line, appreciate, G? appreciate wing bar and helping us out. Uh, the line is, "Hey, you guys." That's a, that's a gimme. Uh, uh, the oh, go- really? The Goonies. <laughs> yeah, that's a record right there, man. He got it in like 1.5 seconds. Good we job, Bert. A, we, we had a player or two that looked like uh <laughs> with like cloth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I thought you were gonna say you look just like sloth doing that. <laughs> no, no, not quite. Yeah. Not yeah. Quite. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Oh well, man. Well, we appreciate Wing Barn Man giving us gift cards to give away and, and yeah, thank you for 10 that. And, and Bert, next time you're in the valley, man, let me know so we can hook it up and we can go eat a wing barn. Yeah. Oh, local. Love me some. Yeah. yeah. You get you got Absolutely. good certificates coming to you. So you're Absolutely. at Neltech Sports and you're in Dallas. I know um you come down and you frequent uh the the valley, you know, as much as you can, at least once or twice a month, right? And um I have yeah, I have two beautiful daughters. Uh Bree is yeah. 15 and Zoe's 13, and uh Bree plays at McCallum Memorial and Zoe at Kathy, uh soon to be a mm-hmm. freshman. So I, I do, that's my priority. So I do get to see them that's awesome, man. as often as possible. I'm blessed that they're in uh, travel volleyball right now. So they'll cut my trip a little bit shorter. At least they got to come they got to come to you. Yeah. yeah. One weekend a month. Now it cuts my trip a little bit shorter, but uh, <laughs> they're still there. So I do go to the Valley often. I do try to catch uh, some sporting events and, you know, uh, the family and I were, you know, when I say the family, um, you know, we're very, my sister graduated from Pan Am. My, my brother yeah. played baseball at Pan Am. Played baseball, yeah. Baseball Pan Am. So we have a, quite a bit of passion for uh, for Pan Am and, and or UTRGV athletics. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And how about, I mean, how about that, Bert? I mean, I know, you know, obviously we can have like a whole discussion and a whole podcast about where UTRGV is going and and and, uh, and the strides that that you know chase is is making over there with his village that he says you know obviously he always says you know it takes a village and that's just the kind of the mindset that he has you know but you know what with with similarities and mindsets i mean just where they're going man what do you kind of think about like just those transitioning into vaqueros and from where we were at future things yeah from where we started yeah the things that we had you you know to now yeah, look, look, I, I, it goes back to even the, the statement that I made from the little things, you know, from us practicing at the summit and Bob Hoffman, right, where that started. And, and you could go mm-hmm. back to, you could go back to Pan Am Sports, whether it be Bob Hoffman and us winning the Puerto Rican shootout, you know, all those little yeah. bricks, you know, become something. I think Chris King did a, a phenomenal job. And, yeah. and I believe now we're, you know, Chris King had the vision. Now you got Chase actually executing. Yeah. you know and making it to fruition and and the things that we had envisioned uh, to be honest with you um when i was with the vipers toros and you know doing those buildings our vision was always how the partnership with utrgb was going to look like i mean the soccer stadium was was built potentially with the future of uh college football one day uh, uh, right. arena was uh, was made to potentially 
or you know have the recruits come over and you're going to have be able to play Oklahoma here you're going to play maybe Texas one day you're going to be able to play some of these big tournaments in this uh building so um it's awesome that now it's uh, people are executing uh the vision that some people had in the past maybe did mm -hmm. not you know maybe they didn't spend their full time there but now it's coming to fruition so I love seeing so I love Isn't that seeing awesome yes absolutely I love that I yeah. love that that's awesome I love that you know what I love also what I love Jason's deli yeah <laughs> oh is it time to sandwich all the questions together rapid fire I think it's time for Jason's deli feed round sandwich shout out to Jason's round. deli who's a new sponsor for season three and uh we we've created a segment we want to end all the episodes with the we call it the sandwich round. So G's going to ask a bunch of rapid fire questions. <laughs> yeah. We're going to sandwich, sandwich all the round. questions together. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready for this, Bert? I, I, I hope let so. Me, <laughs> let me put my, let me put my readers on. Okay. So I can, so I can read you the questions really quick now. Okay. You got like 0.5 seconds to answer. You can't really think too, too, too like, long and hard like, about this. Like okay? rapid I'm going to give you, I'm going to, I'm going to give yeah, I'm going to give you two options. Okay. All right. Ready? In three, two, one, mustard or ketchup? Mustard. Okay. Sharks or whales? Oh, sharks. Wow. Fries or hash browns? Fries. Or should I say tater tots? Oh, tater tots. Tater tots, Napoleon Dynamite. I got you. Batman or Superman? Batman. Oh, Nike or Jordan brand? Nike. Oh, that hurts. Warriors or Lakers? <laughs> I, I can't. You can't stand, think. You can't I can't, think. I can't stand both, but I have to lean with the Lakers because of my guy. That's right. All right. <laughs> good. Good answer. Gel or natural look? Oh, gel. Got you. East or west? West. Well, wait, 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 wait. What? What are we talking Ooh. about? It's open, buddy. Yeah, you just got it. It's open. Uh, I, you went I with the west answer. side. <laughs> west side, baby. No, no, hold on. No, 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 no. East coast. You got you got New York City and you got Miami. Yeah, oh, yeah East coast. Right. Okay, I got you now. I got you. All right, last one. Jason's this Deli or Subway? Jason's oh. Deli or Subway? Jason's Deli. There you go. All right, man. All right. Bert survived Bert. the Jason's Deli sandwich round. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah, no my man. Yeah. yeah. All right. I appreciate you, man. All right. Thank, Thank you, you so much, much for, for joining the show and, and having you on, <laughs> you know, you, you made a statement earlier, like what, how, you know, why would we have you on? It's because of who you are and what you've done for the community that yeah. this is the reason why you're on. And it's a no brainer. You know, a we no should have had you on sooner, but you know, no, 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 no. He's got to kick off season three. What are you talking He's about? He's kicking off season who three. Would have, who would have thought that we would have gotten to season three? See, that's <laughs> another miracle right there. That's a, oh, Bert didn't think we were going to get to season three. <laughs> Man, I, I've seen, I've seen every, I've seen every guest. So stop it. <laughs> congratulations, congratulations to you both. Um, I remember where we were. You guys were bringing up the idea. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Those, those COVID happy hour COVID, days, right? Those COVID happy yeah. hour days, which <laughs> yeah. we don't have to really discuss it further. Yeah, no, no that's man. just stated. Awesome. It's just stated. That's where it it's happened. That's stated. it. Yeah. Those, were, those were some fun hours, that's for sure, man. But <laughs> think about this, Bert. You were there on the calls when we would, we'd have the happy hours, and then we everybody get off and disperse. 
and then me, you, and G would hop on and we'd continue the call, right? Yeah, G, yeah, think we, about yeah. this. G, I mean, Bert has been part of the infancy of the podcast. He's been yep. part of the infancy of the hybrid for the G League. Hybrid. G League, yeah. He's been infancy stage of the arena and the soccer okay. stadium. Correct, correct. Dude, you were like a but, you, but 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 you forgot the best and the most uh, important accomplishment is the infancy being a part of the infancy of the podcast. Oh yeah, Absolutely. for sure, 100%. but I was just yeah. I was just trying to state his importance and his value with so many aspects within Absolutely. the valley. You know, hundred percent, hundred percent. Y'all are y'all are too kind. Uh, just grateful <laughs> for the opportunity. Grateful for. Uh, you know, the fact that we took advantage of the opportunity and uh, grateful for uh, just, again, look, look, look where we're at now and, and the stories that we're able to tell. And, and you know, I think you guys know we're blessed. Yeah. I think we're blessed. And again, just thanks. Thanks for allowing us to share some stories. Oh, man. you're welcome back awesome, anytime, bro. my man. Anytime, buddy. Hey, enjoy the skies, man. The sky's the limit for you. Yeah, sky is the limit for you. Hopefully we see you guys soon. Oh, yeah, right. we will. We will. Take care, Bert. Tune in next week. V's up. Like, we weren't supposed to come up with something this clean. <laughs> like, something happened.